Welcome to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. We're passionate about helping you restore your metabolism for confidence, energy, and fat loss without giving up the foods you love. We're your hosts, Josh and Brittany. Listen for simple, easy-to-follow tips and strategies that you can start implementing today to get long-term results. We're so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. All right, welcome back to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. Um, Yet today... I uh, just want to talk through this idea of like that stubborn belly fat. And I feel like a lot of people have this, like, I just need to lose another 10, 20 pounds. I've been on this diet for, I don't know, six months, a year. And I just have 10 more pounds to go. And I am just frustrated. I feel like I hear that a lot. Oh, yeah. I hear that all the time, especially from women. (laughs) Yeah. And the more I dig into this, I actually have one client in particular that I've been working with. He's been struggling to lose those 10 to 15 pounds for, I feel like a year, if not more. And what he's constantly done is, all right, I just, I just probably need to, let's just cut another hundred calories. And so you're, you're at your normal maintenance, which could be 27, 2800 calories. So you're just cutting to 25. Mm-hmm. And then you're at 23. And then you're at 2,000. The next thing you know, you're at 1,200. And then the next thing you know, you're at 1,200. And he actually had a trainer who had a bodybuilding background that was telling him, it's, I mean, at this point, you really need to be at about 1,500 calories. And keep in mind, this guy is five foot eight, 42, 43 years old, um, 100 in. 85 to 190 pounds and a person's telling him he needs to be at 1500 calories (laughs) our son who is two years old (laughs) probably eats about 1500 calories he does (laughs) (laughs) so to put that in perspective it's just it's so um hard and if we put it in the terms of like our metabolism you're trying to tell, like I'm telling my son, like, hey, this amount of, granted, he may not eat 1,500 calories, but it's probably close to at least 1,000. He eats a lot. I mean, we're at the point where I might have to double up our dinners and to make sure that we all have enough to eat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we do that because we want to make sure he grows properly. We want to make sure he's has all the nutrients he needs to run, jump, play, be that lively two-year-old that he is. And it doesn't change when we get older. (laughs) Like we need to still eat to run, jump, play, be in a happy mood. Like I remember when... Sit around. Sit around. But like I remember when uh, Beckett was like a baby baby. And we pretty much thought like he's crying. It's like one of three things. Does he need a nap? Is he tired? Does he need to change his diaper? Or he's hungry? Mm-hmm. One of those three things will 99% of the time solve his issue. And it kind of is the same thing when we get older. Um, like, granted, we don't, we're not in diapers anymore. Uh, but I hope not. I ho- hope not. <laughs> um, but in saying that, it's just... We need to eat to fuel ourselves. We need to make sure we're recovering properly. Um, So 
that's kind of what I wanted to talk about is maybe those that those last 10 to 15 pounds of stubborn belly fat that you just can't seem to lose is the result of dieting too long. Mm-hmm. It is the result of being in a calorie deficit for too long. Your metabolism has ramped down to only expend the amount of energy that you're giving it. So if you're only giving in or putting in 1500 calories worth of food, it's now registering, all right, this is my new normal. So even though I'm doing the same workouts or even maybe harder workouts, I'm only expending 1500 calories worth of caloric expenditure with my workouts, um, which usually entails like you're not as strong as what you can be. You're not sleeping or recovering as much as what you can be um, because that metabolic adaptation. And there's only one way to fix it. Reverse dieting. It's reverse dieting and eating more, which if you're on the, I want to lose 10 to 15 pounds and you come to us and say, and we say, okay, you actually probably need to eat more. (laughs) You're probably going to be so pissed that we just stole your money. We have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) And you're like, these people are quacks. They don't know what they're talking about. Why is reverse dieting the answer for most people? For a lot of people, as you said, they've continuously cut their calories to the point where it is unhealthy for them to cut them anymore. There's what we, uh, what is called the basal metabolic rate, the BMR, which is the minimum amount of calories that you need to eat just to sit around and do nothing, just to twiddle your thumbs, hang out, watch some Netflix. And that minimum number is hit by a lot of people very quickly by continuously dieting and continuously cutting their calories. And if you go below that number, you start to risk your hormone health and your sleep and your brain doesn't function as properly. And you start to experience a lot of health issues and you aren't able to move as efficiently throughout your days. And it also becomes, as you explained earlier, very, very hard, if not impossible to lose belly fat at this point. So the only way to get out of this predicament is to fuel your body the nutrients it needs so you can start healing your body and get help it feel safe again because it's gone into survival mode. And once it feels safe again, you can diet off of a higher calorie amount. Yeah. And the key there is the body feeling safe. Because it does just store fat, it stores, it doesn't, um, it starts using some of your calories from your muscles instead of the fat storages because it knows it needs that. It's in that starvation mode. Um, and if you're trying to build muscle, the last thing you want is for the calories to be pulled from those. Yeah, it's almost almost like a waste of time. Yeah, you put in a whole lot of work for very nothing. Li- yeah, for very little, <laughs> if any, results. And I think that's where most people get frustrated and where we see a lot of people who come to us and they sort of like, I'm skinny fat because they're in such a caloric deficit. They haven't focused on strength training. They haven't fueled themselves to get that, that muscular adaptation that they're looking for. And they're just like, I even have lost weight, but I don't look the way I want. Again, like the key to this is, what is the most you, amount of food that you can eat to feel the greatest and look your best? And most of the time, that's not in a, a calorie deficit. That's year after year after year after year. Um, 
So what are some of the signs that you may be, you may have been in a calorie deficit too long? I think the most obvious one is the inability to lose weight. Uh, aside from that, your sleep can is likely going to be suffering. Um, you're, you may be really moody, irritable. I feel like that is probably one of the big ones, one of the biggest signs Um, Because you start to experience some hormonal imbalances. And also your hunger cues are probably going to be all over the place. Mm -hmm. And that may mean you have no appetite at breakfast. Or the next thing you know, you're absolutely ravished and you don't know where it came from and you can't stop yourself. Um, And it may be eating and filling up very quickly and then being hungry again just 15, 20 minutes later. There's all sorts of different scenarios where... It can be a sign that you need to reverse diet. Yeah, all those are great signs. This is going to be a slight tangent on one of the things that you said is so often when people are at those have been at those low calorie intakes for so long, they see these or hear these discussions around intuitive eating. Well, I'm just listening to my body. I don't (laughs) feel like I need any more. What are your thoughts on the person who's been in a deficit for years or even even longer than a couple years five six years and incorporating intuitive eating and how they have no idea what their body really wants because they haven't listened Mm -hmm. to their body i think that's a really great question and i want to preface this by saying i absolutely love intuitive eating and i think that should be the ultimate goal for everyone but for the person that you just mentioned that has been dieting for a really long time, honestly, they have no business to be intuitive eating at this stage in their journey because you have to spend some time reframing your your mindset and retraining your brain to correct the hunger signals because you wake up, you should be hungry in the morning. You've been fasting for hours at that point. So, but by listening to your body at that point and saying, oh, I'm not hungry. Well, that's your survival instinct kicking in. And you don't want that survival instinct kicking in. We are not in a famine. (laughs) So we have to spend some time maybe eating when you're not hungry and you can ease into it and just retraining those signals. But once you've got to that point where you have retrained your body, you've reframed your mind, you can start to listen to those signals again. And there are times that maybe you won't be hungry and it's okay to skip a meal, but there is a time where you need to just push through that a little bit. Yeah. It has to be earned. Yeah. And you earn intuitive eating. Absolutely. You have to earn, like you earn your workouts by fueling yourself properly and pushing yourself that is earned the same thing as with intuitive eating. Like you have to understand the foundations of a healthy appetite, eating at maintenance, what that feels like, eating in a caloric deficit, what that feels like. Um, we have calculators on our website. There's some famous calculators. I, I know I shared in one of my stories, the TDE calculator. That's very, like it's pretty much what all top scientists in the world use. And it'll give you like the normal caloric intake for someone at your height, gender, uh, body fat percentage, weight, and the type of activity level that you have. And that ours does that as well. And that's a good starting point. Say, if let's say we put a 10% error rate on that. It's a good range for you to try to get to. But if you were drastically under that, how would, what would be the best process to go from, let's say, 1,700 calories to 2,800 calories? 
That very much depends on the person. I would say that most of the women I work with feel much better from an emotional standpoint to increase very slowly. So that look may look like 50 to 100 calories per week increasing slowly. You monitor your body measurements and your weight during this process and you take it slowly. And then some people do have the option of jumping back to maintenance. Yes, you will experience some weight gain in both situations and you may experience more weight gain if you jump back to maintenance immediately. But by doing this, you mitigate some of the cravings and hunger signals that you may get by increasing slowly. Because when you start to increase slowly and you start to feed your body, you might feel an overwhelming amount of just your body telling you, eat, eat, eat. Um, mm-hmm. And you can kind of avoid that by jumping straight to maintenance. So some people do better off by doing that. And yes, you will have some weight gain, as I said, but it's necessary weight gain and most of it will fall off in time. Yeah. And we actually are doing this with one of my clients in that we, he's gone from 1700, he's now at 2200 and we're just taking a hundred calorie jumps, but like every other week. And what we've been very pleasantly surprised with, he hasn't gained a pound, but he's lost a full body fat percentage (laughs) by eating more. And granted, we still have a long ways to go. So he may eventually gain like a, a pound or two, but the fact that the scale hasn't moved, but his body fat percentage has come down, um, but he's feeling full. That's one of the reasons why we were taking it so slow, because there's a psychological <laughs> component to this. Yes. Like the when you have it ingrained in your head that I need to eat at this amount of calories because the weight loss is my goal. And I know a caloric deficit will get me there. Going in the opposite direction can be scary. Oh, it's very scary. Um, and I will say that for a lot of the women I work with, uh, most of the women, we do take it slow. It's just easier for those psychological reasons that you mentioned, but that way we can monitor the weight and the body measurements as we go and see how your body is responding. So we may increase for one week and then oftentimes you might see the skill go down. You're like, okay, we're safe to keep increasing. And sometimes mm-hmm. it goes up. So you stay there a little bit longer and then the skill will go back down. And then you increase again and you just keep following this process because simply by eating more, your body has to learn how to process this food and how to digest it. And there's just literally the volume of food sitting in there and it just increases water retention. So by taking it slowly, you can let the, your body figure out how to adjust the food and the extra water retention and let that fall off as you go. And it can help ease your mind as you go through the process. Yeah. And with weight loss being the goal, after you're in maintenance and you're, you've mentioned you may gain a pound or two, we still haven't solved how to lose that weight. So at what point do I go back into a calorie deficit? Because I still know I need to eat less, move more to see the weight come down. At what point are the signals that I've been in maintenance long enough, my metabolism is recovered to go back into that calorie deficit because that's when the fat loss phase will actually occur. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's important that as you go through this reverse diet, you are doing some sort of strength training too. So you're putting muscle on your body and you're increasing the amount of calories that you are able to consume through that as well. And then you know that through time, it can take various amount of time for different people. So I would say a lot of people need to spend at 
least the amount of time that they were in a calorie deficit. Um, if that's unrealistic for you, if you're someone who's been dieting for years, then you may need to spend somewhere around six months at a at maintenance. And that's not a reverse diet. That's once you finish your reverse diet, then you spend at least six months. And around that time, I think is when you can really start to assess whether you're ready for a calorie deficit. How are you sleeping? How are you feeling? Are you able to eat more intuitively now? Are you understanding your hunger signals and what they're actually telling you at this point? And if you are feeling good, you've been consistent mentally, you're in a good place, then I think at that time you can say, okay, I think it's time for a calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. And if that's too scary to go into such a high calorie intake and push off the weight loss for so long, maybe think about doing like a, a two week on one week off where two weeks I'm eating at a higher calorie intake. And then maybe one week you drop it by two, 300 calories just to feel like you can make some progress. Because mm -hmm. if you drop, let's say four to 500 calories from your maintenance level, because you're, you're focused on rebuilding your, your metabolism, you could probably lose a pound during that week and then come back and reassess at maintenance and then every other week maybe go lose um drop 500 calories come back to maintenance you can keep building a metabolism through that process um however there's a huge disclaimer there and the best process for you will be consistent fueling of your metabolism properly and then dedicating a phase of your journey to weight loss um because that's week on, week off, or two weeks on, one week off method is more for the psychology of it mm -hmm. than it is for the effectiveness of it. Yeah. And I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it, um, but it just depends on how, where you are at mentally and emotionally and what you feel like you can take on at this time. Um, we have clients that will stay at maintenance for six months and we have some that we do every other week. And um, I also have a handful that I like to just give dieting breaks to. So mm -hmm. they will aim to be at maintenance for a longer period of time, but they'll reach a point where they're starting to feel uncomfortable and they want to see a little bit of what they've been doing. So they may take just a quick little three or four week dieting break and they'll go into a deficit for a very short period and then go back up to maintenance very quickly. Mm -hmm. So that's another option too. Yeah. So there are a lot of ways to do it, but in the end, the weight loss that you're looking for and those last 10 to 15 pounds, which may be stubborn that you just can't seem to, to lose that weight, even though you're doing all the right things. Uh, it may be a product of a trash metabolism that has just, it's, it's exhausted because you've been in that calorie deficit for so long. Maybe come out of that a little bit, do some repair work on the metabolism, and then come back into a slight caloric deficit. And I guarantee you'll see so much more progress than continually just kind of beating yourself down. And you'll enjoy the process a lot more. I also want to point out that those, because we keep referencing stubborn belly fat and those last 10 to 15 pounds. So for some of you, it's sure you should lose those 10, last 10, 15 pounds. You'll feel better. You'll look better. You'll function easier. But for some of you, those last 10 to 15 pounds are vanity pounds which means that maybe you don't need to lose them in order to feel your best and function your best. So it's just really weighing, is it worth it for you to 
go the extra effort to lose those last few pounds. And for a lot of women, a lot of women want to target that belly fat because they want that flat belly, but that flat belly is very unrealistic. Even for girls who are very lean, if they actually like relax their belly, there's always a little pouch there. And that is because the extra fat is meant to be there to protect your organs for fertility and to be able to have a baby. And it's just designed to help keep our hormones healthy. So for some women by targeting that belly fat, those last 10, 15 pounds, you could potentially be compromising your health, your hormones to, to get a look that isn't realistic and really doesn't exist because you'd have to walk around flexing all the time. Yeah. And I think that goes into a good point that the scale is really not the best metric no. for success. <laughs> um, but that's probably an entirely new podcast yes. that we'll have to dive into. So um, that's really what I wanted to cover today is there's so many people out there who understand caloric deficits, eat more or eat less, move more. And that's how you're going to lose the weight. And they, it's been drilled into their head for so long. They're doing all the right things. They're just not getting the results that they want. Um, cause we don't often hear about that works, but it only works until it doesn't. And then you have to come back um, because that part of the narrative isn't very popular. So um, hopefully this was helpful for you to give a little guidance on the right next steps for you. Um, if you're looking for further guidance, we have coaches standing by that can talk you through it. So uh, yeah. Anything else? I think we did good. All right. See you next time. Next time. If you know you're ready to lose weight and build muscle while simultaneously improving your relationship with food, but would love some additional support, we're here to help you. We know that dieting too strictly for too long can slow your metabolism and we can help you restore it with our proven PHF method. We've helped hundreds of others reach their physique and health goals without having to give up the foods they love or constantly being on a diet. And we'd love to help you too. Fill out the obligation-free application in the show notes or at prettyhealthycoaching.com.